Hello everybody and welcome to this bonus episode of the Fantasy Animation Podcast with me, Chris Holliday. Uh, and me, Alex Sargent. Uh, we're sitting here in uh, Kings College, London, but uh, what we're about to broadcast to you is a special event uh, Chris and I did uh, about a week or so ago at the um, London Anime and Gaming Convention hosted by Annie League, which is a fan organisation that runs fan events by fans and for fans. And we were really um, grateful to be asked to contribute um, to their convention uh, this last Saturday where we did a little brief uh, spot on stage, um, fantasy animation live, so to speak, where we hosted a little talk and uh, I guess sort of interactive. Uh, what was it, Chris? Well, we did. Well, the <laughs> panel itself was fantasy and anime, so mm-hmm. we we were invited along, as Alex said, to kind of talk to some passionate Japanese anime fans, mm-hmm. really, um, that were being kind of brought together in this in this fan community. So, what you are about to hear is hopefully an energetic discussion of all kinds of things relating to fantasy. And this is really fantasy slash anime yeah. for this bonus podcast. Yes, and, and we're sort of doing this uh, prologue here just to sort of set up regular listeners' expectations. This is a slightly different kind of podcast to what we're normally broadcasting. We're calling it a bonus episode, yep. so don't feel like you need to listen to this if this isn't quite your bag. Um, this, is, this is something that we did, and we're very proud of it because of the various... Um, uh, well, I think you know there were some there were some challenges on the day. It was a very noisy, busy uh, event, but bustling, exciting. It was the first one we did live with fans. So if this um, if this podcast for for listeners is, is sort of about the intersection between fantasy and animation, uh, this gives a kind of different spin, and hopefully you'll get a sense of the way in which fans talk about this this sort of interrelationship that we're so we're so keen on. So tune in mm-hmm. to hear this discussion of uh, anime as told by anime fans. We talk a little bit about authorship, a little bit about fantasy and imagination in Japanese anime narratives, and also the relationship between characterization and design. Yeah, and, and I was incredibly impressed with the sort of uh, contributions fans were making. We had all different age groups here. You'll hear on the podcast from quite young. We had a, uh, a young uh, girl named Kaylee who came up on stage with us. She was very brave to do that, and her mum was very kind in letting her do that. And, and you'll hear that, to be honest, she's going to replace us on the podcast in about 10 years, I reckon, because she's yeah. got far more to say than we do. Well, she's going to replace you. She's not going to replace me. Because she can say... She Kaylee, if you're listening, if you're listening, you know. Um, yeah, so we're, as Alex said, we're really, really happy to have kind of special guests. And we invited Kaylee on stage, got into a lovely discussion about the kinds of anime characters that she's interested in. Yeah. She designs anime characters herself. Uh, and then you'll hear Alex uh, go go uh, into the crowd. Go goes, rogue. Go rogue. He goes, he goes into the crowd and starts talking. And we have this really interesting discussion, I think, with, with a lot of fans who had gathered specifically for our 30-minute panel mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about their experience experiences on the ground um, of Japanese anime. All ages, all backgrounds, it was a really lively discussion, so we thought thought it'd be um, really silly not to share it with you all, but it is a bit different from normal podcasts. The other thing I would say is that, obviously it was recorded live, so there might be some sound issues. That's Um, part of the pleasure. That's part of the pleasure. pleasure. There's also quite a lot of visual, there'll be bits you might not reference, because it's a live show, we're doing things... um, and speaking about things as they're happening, so we might not get everything we're saying, but hey, you know, I'm sure you'll catch up. Um, and I guess thanks again to the Anime League for inviting us. Um, it was a great event, and uh, we'd be excited to contribute to other events like that in the future. Absolutely. So hopefully, this is bonus episode one of future bonus episodes. Sure. That we'll get a chance to do. Sure. So as I say, it's a bonus. Take it or leave it. If not, we'll see you back for the regular podcast in a few weeks. Um, but sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Give me a cheer. 
Give me a cheer if you like fantasy. Give me a cheer if you like animation. This side of the room are quickly becoming my favourites already, everybody. Let's try this side of the room. Give me a cheer if you like animation. Give me a cheer if you like fantasy. Well, they're on pretty safe ground here. Um, I'm uh, Alex Sargent. I'm from fantasy-animation.org, a website devoted to the relationship between fantasy cinema and animation. We talk about all kinds of different animations and fantasies on our, our website, and we have a uh, podcast, which we're sort of doing a live event of today here at the Anime and Gaming Convention, so thanks for having us. We have three seats up here. I will be sitting on one of them. My uh, co-host Chris, who I'll introduce you into a second, will be sitting here. That means we have a third seat. On our podcast, we like to talk to experts. We have experts from the industry on our podcast. We have experts from uh, the world of uh, academia, from historians, from writers. And today we would like a fan to come and take this seat. Do we have any volunteers in the audience? We have two volunteers. So that means I have to get off the stage and talk to them. Two seconds. Hello, sir, what's your name? Alex. Alex? Well, this is good so far, but I'm not sure we can have two Alexes on the stage here. I, I, I want to be the best Alex on the stage here. Alex, give me your pitch. Why should we have you on our podcast today? Because I have studied animation in Australia. You have studied animation in Australia. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? What have you studied in Australia? Australian animation or animation in Australia? Uh, how to make uh, 2D, 3D animation using Adobe Flash, After Effects, 3ds Max, Photoshop. This is all good stuff. My co-host Chris will know what all that means. I'm the fantasy guy, so I didn't understand a word of it. But Alex, you are good. Um, hello, what's your name? Kaylee. Kaylee? Kaylee, give them now. Kaylee's not got my name, Alex, so one point already. Kaylee, give me your pitch. Why should we have you up on the podcast? Because ever since I was three, I've really been into animation and I've really liked to create my own stories using my imagination through fantasy. Wow, have you created like animations yourself? Um, not yet, but I have wrote my own stories with a lot of spelling mistakes. <laughs> Me too. Uh, is this your first convention or have you been to um, any before? No, this is my first. So it'd be a bit of a boon if we could get you up on stage for your first convention, wouldn't it? What do we say? Should we have Kaylee up on stage? Yeah! Should we have Kaylee up on stage? Yeah! yeah. Come on up, come on up. You're getting a round of applause. Better! Come on! <laughs> Kaylee, have a seat. Well done. Thank you for being brave and coming up on stage. Let's give you a microphone. Right. There you are, Kaylee. Can you just talk into that? Check it works for me. Hello. So we have Kaylee. We have my. <laughs> Kaylee is going to represent the fans. I will represent Team Fantasy. We are missing one person, so please welcome my co-host to the podcast. He is the Doctor of Disney, the Professor of Pokemon, my animation colleague, expert on the podcast, Chris Holiday. Got a mic. 
You have that one. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for coming. My name is Chris, and I am a uh, Disney person. I'm a, a Pixar person. I am uh, three-dimensional, as you can see. Um, and I am interested in animation, so I'm interested in uh, voice acting. I'm interested in the industry. I'm interested in things that look a little bit drawn. And it's really nice for, for me and for Alex to be here, because we get to see how much of an exciting uh, and energetic uh, place this is. This is our first time at a convention of this, uh, this kind, so we're really grateful that you came, and hopefully we're going to have lots of fun talking to you about uh, animation, talking to you about uh, kind of some of the stuff that we've got on the screen behind. Can you see the stuff on the screen behind? Uh, can anybody pick out any of the films that are maybe on the background? Can anybody see the bottom right? How to Train Your Dragon, excellent. What about the one on the right-hand side above it? Grave of the Fireflies, thank you very much. One point to that person or that table at the back. Um, Thank you, we've already had that one, but keep saying it, it's fine. Um, okay, so I'm going to take a seat now, and, and Alex and I are going to talk to you a little bit, and then obviously talk to Kaylee as well, about fantasy, about animation, and, and be as loud as you want, because you're being recorded for a podcast that we'll put on our website. So you can be as loud and as enthusiastic as you would like, uh, and if we'd like you to be slightly louder and slightly more enthusiastic, Alex will probably do something like this. Um... He does this a lot when I'm talking to him, so I have to get a bit loud and stuff like this. Uh, okay, so um, I am, as I said, I'm an animation person. I'm going to sit down because it's weird I'm standing. Um, so I'm an animation person, uh, and I know a little bit about cartoons and a little bit about anime. And I also teach, so I teach animation. I teach the history of animation, uh, and I teach sort of animation in various contexts. So I teach a bit of American animation and, of course, Japanese animation as well. Now. I know stuff about uh, anime, and I think we all know what anime is. Presumably, all, we all kind of know what anime is, obviously. Fantasy. I don't really know much about fantasy. And so my first question, maybe to Kaylee as well, and to Alex, is what do we mean by fantasy? Is, is anime part of fantasy? So what do we mean by fantasy? Well, Kaylee, do you think you could answer that for me? What do you think the word fantasy means to you? It means... To me, it means... It's not real, but mm. that there is no limit to your imagination and you can use your minds to create whatever you want. So that's a really great answer. So it's something that's not real and is involving your imagination. So do you think anime counts as fantasy? Some of them, because some of them are vampire related. Like, like you. Yeah, mm. I'm dressed as Yuki, but vampire version from Vampire Night. Mm -hmm. And uh, like My Hero Academia, that's one that I watch. Mm. Uh, um, it's based around superpowers and stuff like that. So you said that some of the cartoons, some of the anime that you watch is fantasy, and some of it isn't. Is there stuff that is kind of more fantasy than others? Do you have a particular favorite in terms of the, the fantasy of, of anime for you? Vampire Night. Vampire Night. Give us a cheer if you like Vampire Night. Okay, at least four people in this room. Yeah, like Vampire Night. Like Vampire, yeah, yeah. Big hit in this room, Vampire Night. Okay, what is it you like about it? Um, I've always kind of been a bit strange since I was a child mm. and liked different things. So while everyone was out playing football and everything, I was sitting inside and 
skill alone. <laughs> so fantasy is something that we always sort of associate with uh, with animation and with anime. It's one of the great pleasures of it, isn't it? This imaginative uh, power it has. Uh, fantasy has a very, very sort of long history, um, and and it goes right back to sort of early myths and legends, right back to sort of the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans. Um, and and one of the things that I study when I teach at universities is is that sort of the history of where fantasy comes from and what it means to us now in the 21st century. Because as much as we, we think we know what that word means, it's actually a very tricky word to sort of pin down a little bit. I like the word imagination, but what does imagination mean? Ima I, I couldn't even imagine what imagination <laughs> means. In terms of animation, yes. is there anything about yes. anime that you think is particularly imaginative that's different to say if you were to uh, watch a, a sort of a, a Disney cartoon or, or even something that's live action? Is there something about anime that is more imaginative to you, Kaylee, by the way it's made as much as what it's telling us? I feel like anime is quite imaginative because mm. they have girls who have cat ears and cat tails, werewolves and vampires and dragons and stuff like that, and like stuff that would take like take you back to like castles and everything. So none of that obviously exists, sadly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's what makes it kind of imaginative, I'd say. So for me, when I'm teaching, so as I said, I teach uh, courses. So I teach about uh, how to think about animation and what, we, what, are, what is interesting about animation. Uh, I can't, I should also add that I can't draw. Uh, I, I, I know about drawing, but I can't draw and I can't animate myself. Do we have anyone that does draw in the room? Oh, you have loads of animators. I've got one on stage. You've got one on stage as well. What do you, uh, you start us off, Kaylee, and I'll get down uh, and see what other people draw uh, down at the bottom. So, Kaylee, tell us a little bit about what you like to draw, and is that, is that influenced by your, your love of, of um, anime and, and maybe vampires as well? Um, sometimes I like, to use, I like to just picture something in my head and then draw it out on a piece of paper, but that normally doesn't turn out very good. So then I maybe, um, how do I put it? I sometimes at school, once I've finished with my work, or since I have a lot of supported classes and stuff like that, I um, ask them if I can draw. Well, this is the great, obviously, this is the great thing about um, animation, I think, more broadly, that it's so kind of creative and so energetic and so colourful. Uh, and obviously, if we think about people that are animated or we talk about things that are animated, we mean things that are kind of, I think, yeah, and full of energy uh, and have this sort of illusion of life. We all think of, of things that come to life magically. So there's that word magic again and, and fantasy and wonder. Um, and so for me, one of the things that I love about animation is exactly the kind of thing that you're saying, is being able to picture something kind of thinking of something in your mind and then, and then drawing it and, and making it as colourful and as and imaginative as possible. And for me, this is one of the reasons that I love animation and particularly one of the reasons I love anime because it's one of the most, I think, exciting uh, and dynamic forms of, of, of animation. I, don't get me wrong, I love, I love a good Toy Story. I love a good Pixar movie. I love a good Disney movie. Um, but I think there's something quite uh, magical about the way... And obviously, I can see many of you dressed up as your favourite kind of anime characters. So I think it's brilliant to see a crowd so full of people that are sort of embodying and, and living as animated characters. I think, I think it's marvellous. Alex, you're crouching. Why are you crouching? Yes. So tell me your name. Leone. Leone. And Leone, what do you like to draw? Yes. Why do you like to draw? Uh, well, I've, I've been drawing for quite a long time and I just find it really peaceful. Very peaceful. What do you, what do you find peaceful about it? 
Uh, that you can just like be free with whatever you draw. And Interesting. What kind of things do you like to draw? I like to draw Steven Universe characters, and I also Steven like Universe. You're already, you're already my favourite. Alex, move aside. My new favourite. I also like to draw like my own characters, like OCs and like cats and dogs and stuff. Terrific. Your own characters as well. Do you add them to the the story of Steven Universe, or are these other characters on your own? Other characters on my own. Interesting. So we're getting from two answers there, Chris. Yeah. This idea that, um, that drawing allows us uh, a, a playful release from our imagination. It allows us to express our imagination. So that makes sense, doesn't it, that there's this huge relationship between anime and fantasy. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it's quite difficult, isn't it, to think always about what do you draw. Do you ever feel, Kaylee, that you, you want to draw something, but you find it difficult to sort of think about what to draw, or you find your imagination lets you down? Or you actually said you find it more difficult to draw straight from the top of your head than it is to play with um, other existing characters or things like that. Well, it's not exactly difficult for me to come up with character, but um, I'm horrible at drawing without something to copy, let's see. Okay, so I've got, a good, I've got a question that I'm hoping will yield some answers, and don't forget you're on the podcast, so you need to maybe shout. Um, I'm interested in what makes a great or a perfect or an ideal um, anime character. Because obviously, as I said, I can't draw, but I feel like I know, a, I know an anime character when I see one. I know that it doesn't look like some of the characters in other animated cartoons. It doesn't look like a Disney princess, for example. So I, have a, I, I was just wondering, maybe I could get an idea from the audience, what makes, what do we look for in an anime character? Are you going to go? On the front Great, that looks you're going like they Alex have is my roving reporter. So I'm interested, what, what makes a perfect, or what, what, would you, what do you look for yeah. in an anime character? Love, She's taken the mic. I, She's my I new co-host. Go I, and sit I down, just, Alex. I just love the sort of intricate... I love everything, basically. If, if Especially if it's, like, complex. I like complex sort of um, the mindset, the emotions. What makes that individual just sort of something to study. Oh, I think that's I great. Love, I love detail. Oh, really? Well, that's wonderful. I think a lot of anime characters, obviously, in the way that they're designed, the way that they look, um, are obviously really appealing, I think. Um, and, yeah, I think the, the detail is really interesting. Yes. I also love the fact that we started broad. What do you like about them? Everything. And, keep, it, keep it narrow. And, and, and no, uh, no limitations. No limitations. Yes. Okay, so is that what you want from your anime characters? That anime characters can yes, be anything? Yes, anything. They... Okay. The universe. Okay, brilliant. Well, wonderful. We've got another one? All encompassing. All encompassing. You're talking and you don't even have the mic. This is wonderful. This is amazing. Uh, Alex, do a bit more walking. Okay. You just want me to go away from you, don't you, Chris? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, I did. Okay, fine. Anyone else want to say, oh, yes, What hi. makes the perfect anime? I might anime. be able to reach you, sir, but we'll do my best. Yes, my hello. What's your name? Karifa. Karifa. Yeah. Um, I think it's personality, you know? Personality? It's, yeah, with a good personality. It's like, we've all been, you know, I think we've all been on, like, on like blind dates where we meet the person and they're really boring and I think like you know it's the same with storytelling if you don't like the character you don't want to watch them or get infested do you feel like Karifa you can tell whether you're going to like a character or not by looking at them in an animation oh yeah absolutely well that's like a good artist will be able to draw a character where the moment you see them you can get like a sense of who they are you know like um especially like you know if you ever see anything with superheroes like they're you know, 
a good superhero costume, you'll get a sense of that character just from what they're wearing. Yeah. So what, where, what do you mean? Is it in terms of, because obviously we think about characters that look realistic and we obviously all know that anime and we know that animation isn't real life because it's drawn and it looks kind of graphic and it's maybe flat and the use of colour. So I'm wondering whether we can look at a character straight away and know from the colour of their costume, the colour of their clothing, um, maybe the design of the face, the kind of personality that. So this really interests me. As I said, I'm interested in, in animation and how we think about maybe characters as being able to perform which is obviously interesting because they, uh, without, without the voice actors, they, they don't speak, and yet we know so much about them just by, just by kind of the way that they, the way that they look. Um, who else? We have, we have a question. We have a, a, Please a stick your hand, hand up if you want to participate. Oh, yes. have another one I'll the come back. back to you in a second, Alex. Yes. Um, can, you, can you come to the, come to the end of the row here? That's great. Terrific. Sorry, my mic won't go that far. Tell us a name. My name's Josh. Josh, can we talk about oh, hiya. Josh. Hi, Josh. Josh, hello, Josh. Well, I think the music and the background also contributes to it as well. I think even if you have a good story, if you have a bland background, then it won't be very interesting to actually watch. Oh, so I like the, that. The background's really important as much as the as the characters themselves. Yeah. What really, is it really about? Point, I, I love this. I love. I, I think one of the best things about anime is that are the backgrounds. I mean, I love the characters, but I think the use of space and movement and, and so what is it about the backgrounds? When you say a bad background, do you mean one that is blank or or well, one colour or not realistic? It's quite. Um, sometimes you can get quite bland um, backgrounds, and also uh, sometimes you're just watching the character and the background doesn't change at all. I like the new animes where um, they're trying to add more colour in and um, every frame is different. You ah, see. so there's something different about more recent anime because of the way, maybe the te technology? Um, is there something about the colour, kind of slightly different, the way that they're designed? It feels just kind of slightly different, is that what you mean? Yeah, because basically what's happening in previous animes is uh, the, uh, you'll only see the character move and basically they've kept the background the same while this time they're with all the new fighting scenes and stuff you can see how the character moves along with the background as well. Wow. It's really wow. great. Would uh, you say the more colourful the background, the more imaginative the world? Uh, yeah, it, it shows more vibrancy in the world and um, kind of adds to it. It's really great. I, Josh, wish these, I wish these people were in my animation class. Yes, absolutely. This would be wonderful. No, Josh is going to replace us in, at the university oh, soon. So, Josh, thanks very much. Don't have a seat. Anyone Thank else? You. We, Alex? Had a, we, have a, we had one at the front, yes. and then another one, Did you uh, Leonie again, and then on. I think one at the... One at the back. I guess. Please do speak up. Okay, okay. Well, did you have anything to add to any of that? What makes? Yeah. I mean, what makes a good character we'll for you, you, Alex? Um, the is it believability. Is it? Is it the backgrounds? Is it the color? Is it the design? Um, the That's thing a tricky that question. Makes, uh, me like anime is um, the logic because in the ones where like a person's trapped in like a cage or something they can fit their head and their shoulders through so they Why could just can't escape they, just they could slide just escape through, but yet they stay in the cage so we we want logic is this what we want from anime we want logic interesting because is it, so some people said yes some people shook their head some people looked at me really seriously some people put their hands up uh, it's interesting that you said anime can be all encompassing but we also want logic so that's interesting. It's like, it's like a balancing act, right? There's a balancing act between being as imaginative as possible, yes. but also having rules so that we can understand the world that we're entering Absolutely. into. Absolutely. Right. I think Alex, was it Alex? Yes, Alex. Let's go to Alex. Alex, Alex. Yeah. And character development 
and to me is very, very uh, important because um, a good anime to me um, is an anime which um, you get to know you get to know the character yeah, I think that's, uh, really, that's as really anime goes along. Oh, so they um, develop as a they develop as a person. So you, you you believe them not necessarily by the way that they look, but you believe them because they feel like three dimensional real real people with real personalities. Yeah, because otherwise otherwise the anime just feels bland. So and um, we don't we don't like bland, do we? We don't want bland. That is how anime like Yu Hakusho um, stand out um, against other anime. And um, how imaginative an anime should be really depends on the genre. So anime, which is slice of life, um, that really shouldn't have much fantasy at all because it is based on real life. So that's really interesting because I think we would think Thanks. there are certain people, thank you Alex, there are certain people who, who might think uh, that, that anime is this, you know, that you can do anything. And that's, that's obviously amazing. This is one of the things that we can do with animation. Animation can draw anything. It can bring anything to life. But then at the same time, you said there are different kinds of, of anime. There's stuff that um, is supposed to be realistic and be slice of life. There's kind of stuff that's perhaps a little bit more experimental or creative. Um, and so there's, it, it's interesting that anime is, is, in some ways, it's very easy to define, i.e. it's Japanese and it's Japanese animation, but it's also really difficult because we don't really know, there are so many things it could be and so many different things it could, it could do and, and places it could go. Um, it is all-encompassing, my new favourite thing. Yeah. Um, right. I, I also like what Alex said there about like, um, getting under the surface because we were talking quite a lot, weren't we, about characters judging them from what they look like immediately, which is quite fun to do in a drawing and an animation. But obviously in life we shouldn't do that. So I think there is a danger in sometimes in animation that it encourages us to think about the characters like we would in real life. So that's a problem. Yes, that's yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I was actually going to speak a little bit about that. I Great. think one of the most important... Oh, uh, my name is Pavlo. Hello, Pavlo. Uh, hello. Uh, I think one of the most important things in a character's design is for, the, for it to be compatible to the character's um, personality, to his way of thinking. If the, for example, Bakugo is a very good example because the character design is really... Uh, compatible with the character, you know, the way of being. Uh, in fact, in uh, My Hero Academia, almost all of the character designs are really compatible with, um, you know, with the personality. But uh, one problem in anime is, which unfortunately is very hard to fix, is that the main character sometimes needs to stand out from uh, the others because his personality isn't enough for him to stand out. And thus they make his hair really crazy, they make his clothes really... Uh, unusual, so uh, it will be easier to make out the main character. And I think, you know, I think it, they should um, invest a little bit more in the um, character himself, in his personality and in his uh, way of thinking than the, you know, the, the superficiality of the design. Brilliant. I think that, that idea of compatibility, actually, Kaylee, I might ask you this. In terms of kind of compatibility, do you agree with that? Does the character have to look like the kind of personality that it is? So we would like evil characters to look in particular ways. Does that kind of make sense? When you draw characters, do you imagine the kind of personality that they have when you're designing your characters or, or drawing your animation? 
Yeah, if I'm thinking about uh, having an evil person, I'm going to make them look evil. Okay, okay, so there we go. That's very interesting, right. isn't it? So how would you make a character look evil? Probably mm. wear glasses, maybe <laughs> jeans, maybe a cardigan, something like that? Would that be close no, to... No, because that would look like a little innocent that person. Would look, that would look devastatingly handsome, Chris. Yes. So we wouldn't want that. I mean, the word innocent um. was used incorrectly, but fine. So, okay, <laughs> so when we would design a character, what's, what's like the top three things, if you're going to make them evil or, or to tell the audience that there needs to be this compatibility, what, what are the top three characteristics of an evil or a bad villain? Um... That's an impossible question. That's not an impossible <laughs> question. I would, I would have gone dark eyebrows, like pointed eyebrows like that. Maybe tall. Yeah. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Okay. Good, good shout. Good Anything shout. else? I sound any? like a demented witch when I laugh. A demented witch. Sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Um, uh, I'm losing my trail of thought because it's like a million thoughts at once. Right well, that's now. good. It's better to have yes. a million thoughts than none at all. Also... Uh, <laughs> Um, one thing, one thing I love that isn't conveyed in in reality, and I discredit nothing. I prefer to merge fantasy and reality together. Um, yes, and you got a it, thumbs up from Alex there. Yes, it it is so far. It's only ever been conveyed within two D, and that in duality. The duality of um, a character's mind. So do you prefer 2D than kind of three-dimensional? Obviously, you, um, you love anime, but is there something about 2D that you really love? With, with I, I guess uh, the, the anime, they tend to portray them as more um, complex. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's definitely a, a, a very visual treat. But I, I'm loving where Pixar is going now, especially with How to Train Your Dragon. And I, I really wish you were in my animation class. Yes. And, um, oh God, I'm losing my trail of thought. I had everything planned out in my head, but it's, it's it doesn't help I did a brain expansion binaural thing <laughs> if, using Nikola Tesla's thing. Uh, actually, give me more questions and see. Well, we, I think we have. We're, I think we're almost out of. Yeah, we've well, we've got time for maybe a couple more questions. So I have one Dang definitely it. over here. Or brain fart. No, 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 no. Nothing wrong with a brain fart. Let's go over here. Um, Mind the cable. Mind the cable. Okay, no, I'm not. We have to get any further than here, my friend, sir. You'll have to come to me. Thank you very much. What's your name? Uh, Adam. 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 Right. So the, the question was about um, in the context of fantasy, what we like about characters. Or, or uh, so. I think for me, one of, the, one of the most important things that I like about a character for the sort of series where the ser it's ma or it matters what the characters are rather than slice of life, cute girls doing nothing, um, is that the characters suffer. And what I mean is that it's creative ways for characters to suffer for the viewers to appreciate and uh, emote with the character to, for it to then be meaningful when they finally overcome the problem. And particularly if the problem is somehow really in unjust. It, there's, there's a really deep, visceral satisfaction when they finally achieve what, what, whatever it is that they either wanted or was denied from them. And I also like thighs. 
<laughs> that was great, Adam. I think that's a really interesting place to sort of come back full circle because we started the discussion talking about sort of the role of um, letting loose, the imagination, playing, freedom. But I think Adam raises a really good point that freedom on its own is, is nothingness, isn't it? We need, we need some level of reality, some level of, of, of drama or pacing. And we need not to escape our problems, but perhaps to deal with them in a new way or through a new context. What a perfect way to end. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, are we out of time? We are out right. of time. We let's, are half let's, past. Let's thank our, our special guest, Kaylee. Kaylee. Thank you all for being such a wonderful audience. We've really enjoyed chatting to you. We've been Fantasy Animation. Uh, you can chat to us right after. We'll be hanging around for a little bit. Um, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.